السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ايو اس دي مساك الله خير وانت جان قاري دريس قاري نور for your beautiful recitation and قراءه and blessing we almost reaching the, the the end line and the finish line of our of our Quran um, sadness and you know, happiness bittersweet moment because at least alhamdulillah you're able to finish the whole thing I don't think you probably have finished more khatams in the past Ramadan as much as this Ramadan right? sure not no right exactly so I'm like that's a blessing so, I mean only we uh, when we recite Taraweeh we finish one Quran but since this is COVID era uh, many, especially Qari Nur and Qari Dris, mashallah, have been able to finish a multiple Qur'ans. And inshallah, they're, they're benefiting themselves and they're benefiting others to their soothing voice. Uh, inshallah, you can see them again tonight at um, 1 a.m. Either of them will be reading, inshallah, uh, EST time. Idris, uh, what's, 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 what, what, for this juz was the last page of Surah Dukhan. I had to pick that one. Uh, it talks about it talks about the 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 uh, the punishment of the kuffar, how they're they're going to be you know doused in boiling water, and also on the other side it gives the extremity of the people of Jannah, how they how the how how much favor and na'mah that Allah wa Taala is going to give them in Jannah as well. Subhanallah, that's a very powerful ruku. What about you? For me, it would be the eyes And then the eyes after that It says that the, the friends The all friends will be enemies on the day of judgment of each other Except for the muttaqun And then one of the qualities of a muttaqi friend is that When you see them, they remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When you speak to them, your knowledge Regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases. So these are the true friends that will be there for you, not only in this life, but also in the hereafter. Beautiful. It's a beautiful passage as well. Zakal khair, inshallah. I'll see you guys in a few seconds. Inshallah. Take a hike. Alhamdulillah. wa rasulli ya rasulil kareem. Today we recited the, the hawameem, the many surahs that begin with hameem. So surah shura. Um, yesterday we completed surah sajda. Um, so yesterday we also did Surah Ghafir um, uh, We also today went through Surah Dukhan, Surah Jathiyah All of these, the seven surahs that come in a row That begin with Hamim, right, just Hamim And the Prophet also said that The Hamim, the surahs of Hamim are the thamara of the Qur'an The fruits of the Qur'an uh, In one narration, Abdullah Mas'ud says It's like the bride or the groom of the Qur'an It's what beautifies the Qur'an and the Prophet said that whosoever wants to soothe their heart, that whosoever wants to soothe their heart, make sure that they should also recite um, the, the Hamim surahs. Right? And he said, that whoever wants to take from the fruits of the Quran, uh, they should recite from the Hamim surahs. And whosoever wants to uh, enjoy in Jannah and um, walk the gardens in Jannah, they should read the Hamim. These are the surahs that we're covering um, today, yesterday and today, and we'll also tomorrow we'll have uh, a few of them left. The one common theme, dear brothers and sisters, that I can derive um, for some benefit for all of us in all these surahs is 
the theme of of the akhra right and just generally there are three three, three main um, revolving themes in the quran that every surah must follow one is risala the second is um tawhid allah's tawhid and the third is akhra so every each ayah will have a reflection of one of these three themes but in these four surahs that we recited today we have a very heavy dosage of uh, verses talking about what's going to happen next right and in surah dukhan allah ends off speaking about this Rajati allah speaks about this. surah mu'min allah speaks about surah ghafir allah speaks about this so i will pick one ayah from surah jathiya which i think kind of summarizes this and tells us where we will end up inshallah uh, in the best abode but how do people how do people not reach that level allah says afara'ita man ittakhadha ilahahu hawa Allah says, talking about people who were guided. These are people who had the chance of benefiting from Iman. Allah misguided them despite them having knowledge. These are people that had a chance to make it. Allah says, what went wrong? Where was the misstep, the mishap? Where did it all come from? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this started and this happened when these individuals took their craving and their desires to become their Lord. They allowed their nafs to rule them and not them to rule their nafs. They allowed their nafs to dictate to them what they should do. So any desire that came to them and any thought that crossed their mind became a must-have, a just do it. Slogan of Nike, right? Which is just do it. Just don't even think about it. Just do it. If it crosses your mind, if it comes in your heart, just do it. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it twice. Because if you think about it twice, you may miss out on an opportunity. No, just do it is not the slogan of believers, but rather do it if it comes within the confinement or the domain of our sharia. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala set a criterion for us. That's something that we should follow. And we, and we, we, we generally want to follow. We desire to follow. But what, how does, how, what happens that forces us to, or makes us stop following that criterion and pushes us away from the, 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 the rules that we want to follow? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it's the nafs. And this is what Samiri did. Samiri, the man who uh, brought this calf, in, the gold calf, and he told the people of Bani Israel that this is the Lord of Musa. You know, Ilaha Musa Fanasi. This is also the Lord of Musa, but he has forgotten. And he made the entire Bani Israel, after seeing, after seeing the sea split for them, right, after Manna and Salwa, after all of this, this calf, become the source of their misguidance. Why? When Musa Islam asked Samadhi, you know, why did you do this for? Like, what was, your, what was your reasoning behind it? What was your logic behind it, right? What was your objective behind it? Like, you know this is not, you know, like, you're not, you're not foolish. You know this is not real. Why did you do it? And he replied by saying that, وَكَذَلِكَ لِي نَفْسِي this is what my nafs wanted me to do. 
This is what I wanted to do. Since I wanted to do it, I did it. It's not about what I want to do. It's about whether or not it fits again in the criterion of Sharia. And this made this individual who was raised by angels, Samadhi was raised by angels, become a source of misguidance for entire ummah of Bani Israel, entire group of Bani Israel. Similarly, Allah in his ayah is saying, that let, let it not be that we allow our desires to rule over us. That's why the Prophet should make this dua that I've taught in my conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's class in the Ramadan immersion. Wallah, I seek refuge from a, a desire, a nafs, that never gets full, but rather always wants more and more and more. It always desires more, it always wants more. I mean, nafs in la Don't make me don't make me amongst those people that always want more. And one of the ways Imam Ghazali says to contain our nafs is to teach it, to teach it by saying no to it in times or at times where it's even permissible for it to have what it wants. For example, I want something specific for my iftar. I say no, even though it's halal for me, what this would do, it would subdue my nafs, it would allow me to control it, that you don't always get what you want. No, I don't want you to have this right now, so you won't get it. It's like uh, you know, the example of a child. The child always asks the father or the mother, give me this, and the parents continue to give it, give it, give it. There's nothing wrong with it, but then there comes a time where a child asks for something that he shouldn't have. And then the parents said, no, you can't have it. And the child says, what? What is that? No? What, what, what's no? I've never heard that word before. I've never heard it. You've always said yes to me. What's no? So now it won't be, the child will not be able to handle the no. Because it's always been giving what it wants. Similarly, the nafs is like that child within us. If we always give it what it wants. When it wants something which is impermissible, it, ha it has not been taught to accept the answer no. Right? That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that ilm. These were people that were guided, that had guidance. But because of their nafs overtaking them, Allah misguided them despite them having knowledge about it. They had the knowledge that they're doing something wrong, but their nafs was too powerful and took over them. And because of this, Allah covered their eyes and covered their ears and covered, covered their ears and their eyes and did not allow the richness of the Qur'an to seep through their hearts and to affect them. This was because the nafs became the right, the, 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 the source of decisions, not the, the, the Qur'an, not hadith, not even our logic. It just, became, it just became our nafs. And because of this, what happens is Allah in the next ayah says, in the next passage says that these people, that on the day of judgment when everyone will fall on their knees, coming in groups, now the book of deeds will speak to them. It will speak to them. And it will expose them. Because they thought life was all about what they wanted. Right? Life is all about what Allah wants from us while keeping ourselves happy, our families happy, our communities happy. Allah is not telling us that we can't do what we want. Majority of the things that we want, we can do, but within a specific domain, within a specific, uh, uh, you know, within a specific um, logistic uh, circumference, in a sense, right? Within a, uh, within a specific circle, we are allowed to do it, but in that in that confinement, right? Within the confinement of Sharia, um, you want to get you're allowed to get married. You want to have children, you're allowed to have. Children. You want to make money, you're allowed to make money. Just don't make it like this. This is what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying to us.
And that's why we're not um, or, or people of complete uh, absence from the dunya. We're, we're actually allowed to benefit from the dunya um, within means that are permissible. So in conclusion of all these surahs, Allah at the end says that this is what brings a person away from hidayah despite having guidance. Right? The fact that they allow their nafs to always get what, what it wants. And we have to train our nafs in the month of Ramadan because our nafs is the only thing which is which is affecting us in the month of Ramadan in, in a negative way. There are three types of nafs. One of them is Ammaratun Bisu. Even Yusuf salam said this that I don't you know I don't claim that I'm completely free of any blame, even though he was. But in my every nafs is has this inclination towards wrong. We have to make sure that nafs mutma'inna takes over that, the nafs which pushes us towards goodness. And how does that happen? I already mentioned one tip. The other tip that he mentions. Is to is to surround ourselves with positive people and in, in, in people of righteousness and um, lectures and reminders that that mean that constantly remind us and hopefully through that we're able to kind of control those cravings that we have in our nafs and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to benefit from this allow us to gain attraction over ourselves and allow us that even after the month of Ramadan to control ourselves to a point that we are able to dictate what we want not the nafs dictate to us what it wants. جزاك الله خير سبحان الله وبحمد سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت إليك. For those that haven't signed up for our uh, our uh, webinar, please do go ahead and sign up on miftah.org inshallah on Thursday May 21st at 11:30 p.m. inshallah جزاك الله خير. Allah bless you all. You'll enjoy it a lot. You'll benefit and um, you'll have a good time. جزاك الله خير. Allah bless you all. سلام الله وبركاته.